2: A minute late today. Hope you can forgive us. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Pre-Market Prep. A lot going on today. Uh, we have an overnight rally, which we suspect has to do with uh, China reopening, or at least the timeline of a China reopening. Uh, we have earnings. We're at Walmart, Home Depot. Uh, actually, retail wreck. That's the theme of the show, really, today, is, I think, a retail wreck. Um, Home Depot was up. It still is up, though not as much. Uh, also got uh, a few 13F trades to talk about. I forgot to remind you guys on yesterday's pre-market show. I know I upset Dennis because Dennis texted me at like 4.30. He's like, still today 13F day? And I was like, yeah, sorry, I forgot to tell you. But um, we uh, we have a few 13Fs to go, to, uh, to go through at some point during the show. Uh, and that's going to be our show. Uh, no guests today, so just the three of us and you. So drop us a like if you'd be so kind. Yeah, I know my exposure is high on my camera. I'll try to fix it here for you uh, in a second. Let's bring Dennis on. Let's bring Joel on. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we doing today? Uh, Doing well. Doing well.
4: Nice rally going here in the index futures. Up 61 handles, 4066. Caught a bit early, and uh, that bid just stopped at about 7 o'clock. So we're we're a few ticks off the high. Uh, Good levels all over the place to lean on. Uh, crude up fifty-seven cents at one fourteen seventy-eight. Gold getting a pop. That's up seventeen fifty, eighteen thirty-one fifty. Uh, silver futures. Uh, they're in the green too. Uh, once I get rid of the uh black screen of death here. Uh, boom, boom, boom. And uh, I saw Bitcoin up a little bit, and I saw um Ethereum up a little bit. Everything
2: is everything is up today. That's the story. All right, I'm back. all the futures are up today, at least. Should, yeah, Bitcoin. For yeah,
4: for oh, except for retail. Bitcoin up seven seventy-five. What do we want talk to
2: talk about retail. No,
4: retail. No. Do we want to talk retail. Do we want to talk thirteen Fs? Do we want to talk? I think we
2: should start with retail. Uh, we are going to get a number today. Uh, retail sales at eight thirty. Though I'll be honest, I don't know how important that number really is. Um, it is a number that is not adjusted for inflation, uh, so it's probably going to be higher because prices are higher. So, there's your retail sales preview at 8:30. Uh, let's go to the Walmart numbers, though. We should probably just start there. Um, to, to be honest, like it really wasn't that bad. I know the stock is down a little bit here. Um, they did lower their guidance a little bit. They lowered their Q2 EPS guidance. Originally, they said that Q2, which is the quarter we're in right now, Q2, uh, Q2 EPS was going to be uh, up low to mid single digits that was their original q2 eps guidance now they're saying actually it's probably going to be either um oh shoot what was the exact terminology it was i i had a quote here it was flat to down slightly let me make sure i got it right it was um yeah oh flat to up slightly so basically they're lowering their q2 eps guidance by a couple percentage points
3: um I'm going to tell you, you got to start looking at these earnings reports differently, Mr. Israel. We're going to reteach you because we no longer look at the top line. We look at the bottom line. I I, I said
2: earnings per share.
3: This is a bottom line. Yeah, but you started with guidance. You started with all the stuff that we have been doing for the last five years. For five years, we've never cared about the bottom line, and now we do. And all that matters is that the algos are now reprogrammed to not look at the top line, but to look at the bottom line. They see a buck 30 versus a buck 48, and they say
2: sell. Right. A buck 30 versus a buck 48. And okay, again, so it, it, the EPS was light, and the EPS guidance was a little bit light. In the grand scheme of things, it's probably not that bad, but. Again, this is the kind of market that punishes lower, uh, you know, uh, bottom line misses. So, and,
3: and, and it hasn't been.
2: And that's why And
3: it's it's the, the change of, you know, for, 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 for a decade, basically from Amazon, we haven't cared much about the bottom line. We only care about the top line. And it's completely flipped the script in 2022. It's now all about the bottom line. When you miss on the bottom line, they punish you. And it used to be the top line. Top line's okay. We'll be okay here. No, it's the bottom line we care about now. Let's show me the money. They didn't show nearly as much money as they were supposed to, and that is why your stock is down ten bucks here this morning, and it is dragging everything along with it. In, in discount retail, Target down five bucks, Costco uh, is trading down. You'll look at your thing and say it's only down sixty cents, but well, that was a bad ticket eight o'clock. It's actually down four and a half dollars here right now, so don't get too excited. TJ Maxx, Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Dollar whatever. If you've got a dollar, probably five below. I didn't even look at that one, but I don't know. Five below is actually holding up, but hasn't well, hasn't traded, so it doesn't look good for dollar stores, and it doesn't look good for discount retail at least here early this morning. Joel,
4: you're
2: on mute. <laughs> How that happened? It
4: wasn't me. Someone, someone's buying it. Look at this. In the last fifteen, uh, over the last hour. Someone is just bringing in something 137 here. I mean, I know it's going down, we're on the lows of the pre market session, but someone has like a 137 target here and they are just absorbing whatever Wall Street has to throw at them. I don't see anything on the dailies to validate that bid there. Uh, but you know, if you have a big open options position. In addition, if we go any farther, I'd be, I imagine they'd be buying more at one thirty six fifty five, and then a bunch of lows at one thirty five. That's what I'm looking at in Walmart.
3: Oh, and it's, so it's ugly, and obviously Target. Maybe you should give us some levels on Target. It's the one that's getting directly hit. It's the peer. It's the pair trade. It's <sighs> what people trade together. If your pairs two thirteen oh. five and a half bucks, it's going to report Wednesday night. What we did just set is a lower bar for Target. So keep that in mind. Now, expectations. If Target can even beat by one cent on that bottom line and show that the sales are okay, the stock will probably rally off of that report. So low bar for Target tomorrow night. But give us uh, some levels there, Joel.
4: Uh, not, not much in here uh, below the pre-market low. I mean, there's just these other daily lows here that you can hang your hat on or take a look at 206.19 and 205. I could get real interested, though, if they tried to fill this gap down to closer to 200, uh, 201.18. Uh, but just straight down, one bar, big move. You see your daily lows here. Uh, just keep an eye on that. That's uh, that's what's going on for Walmart. Uh, last, What was last month's low? I'll, I'll go there. I'll hang my hat on that one.
2: 206.19. Now for the good news. Uh, Home Depot, uh, really coming through here today. Uh, this was a surprising, Clutch. surprising report. Uh, EPS beat. They reported four dollars and nine cents on their earnings per share last quarter versus a three dollar and sixty seven cent estimate. Sales also beat very nicely. But I'm not going to give you those numbers because apparently we don't care about that anymore. Uh, <laughs> they are they are raising their fiscal year, uh, 2022 guidance. And they reported a year-over-year comps increase when the expectation was that they would report a decrease. So their comps actually increased uh, uh, against uh, the consensus analyst estimate. There, so a very strong quarter for Home Depot. Um, obviously, a different kind of business, of a different kind of a retail business than Walmart, um, and that's clearly showing in the quarter because you think about what people buy and oh, Home yeah. Depot. Um, they're buying, you know, things that 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 they probably don't want, but they need. I, I have Walmart too, to some extent. Uh But m- maybe it's just a a a case here of people are. uh it, It's follow through from that maybe that refi boom. I don't know. I don't know what 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 this. I, I can't explain it. But it was a great quarter for Home Depot. Is all I know.
3: Yeah, I'm somewhat worried going forward. I know they're raising their guidance. I'm somewhat worried, just uh, obviously material costs. But if inflation can peak, and I guess, you know, when you're talking, people go in and buy, you know, for the little home projects, they're still going to buy their stuff. You know, it's a little different than the home builders in that way. But, I mean, it's been a stock that's been really beat up. It's priced in a lot of bad stuff. I mean, the stock was $420 at the beginning of the year, and it's now 295 on a P.E. Uh, basis. The stock is probably as cheap as it's been in a decade Um because this thing was trading. What is it trading now times earnings? Spencer, do you have the updated number? Oh, it's right under the uh, bus. Yeah. But I mean, this was probably trading 30, 35 times at one time on the peak. And now you're looking, earnings have come substantially. Stock prices come down substantially. Uh It's probably trading pretty cheap I think relative. Probably 17 or 18 times if I'm just doing my air math, yeah, right? For,
2: for, yeah, 18. You're around the money.
3: Yeah. So I mean that's a market multiple for a stock that's been uh, for a retail stock that's you know been a very good company for a long time. So it's gotten to a point where the stock's cheap. You know, if you're putting in a long-term portfolio, probably be okay. If we're going to recession, if we are going to recession, you're probably gonna end up getting it cheaper. So but it depends on your time frame here.
4: You had to be listening to at the close last night and you would have got off one hell of a sale. Cause I gave I said if it clears three hundred, I said there's nothing to three ten. Uh, You would have been mad at me when it went to 311. uh, But now at 305.64, looks pretty good. So I think you got some heavy lifting to do to get back up to that pre-market high. I'd even call 308 resistance right now. Support, I have no idea. Takes out 302. Boom, you could see the top of yesterday's range, which is just under 300.
2: Next. Well, in terms of the the earnings, I mean – the, that that's your headline. Those your head What about that
3: SE? Everybody likes that stock. Uh, maybe not so much in 2022, but the darling of 2020 and 2021. I mean, they like it not this so much. The darling now. How would they do? Well, they
2: like right. it this morning. Yeah, I. Um, How they do? There's. I mean, they're losing money, but the good news here, I guess, is they lost less money. They lost less money than they were expected to lose. So there, so there is a good news. Um, and they. Uh, what what is this? Oh, they. <sighs> They widened the range. Uh, no, they. That's a lowering. They 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 lowered they lowered the low end of their guidance for their for the e commerce guidance for the year. So let's call that what it is. They lowered their guidance for the
3: year. They've been they on the bottom line, the line. though.
2: Again, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the bottom
3: line traders. The bottom line. It's all about
2: the bottom line.
3: Bottom line beat. Bottom line beat. Bottom line beat. Top line food. You got to step up higher in here.
4: Dennis, is that you? You you just got a program here and you're just like, boom, bye. Step it up. I I always
3: love trading this stock. And I I do trade this stock a lot. This stock is a fun stock to trade. Trades along with Kathy stocks, trades with momentum growth, but it's a fun stock to pair trade. It's got, you know, a beta like three times the market. So it's a fun stock to trade. And like I said, I believe in twenty twenty was my number one PL stock. I don't know twenty twenty-one, I didn't check it. I should do that. Uh, but you know, obviously the stock was just rip roaring higher and kept going up, up, up to three hundred and seventy two dollars. Now it's seventy nine bucks. I don't know, is there a time to buy SC on the dip? Maybe, but these stocks are still losing money.
4: Uh I think the yeah. step up buyer is right. gonna get you're gonna find some major offers. If it doesn't find it before 8190, uh, that was your high on May 6. 80 is such a psychological number too. I don't know what the optionality is, but eighty 8190 eighty one ninety. I'd keep an eye if you're looking for a nice juicy target, you're not happy with uh 13 and percent or nine dollars and thirty-two cents, eighty one ninety.
2: The only other earnings of
3: note I would say is
2: probably Take-Two. I was going to say that's it, it, really, just Take-Two from last night. Uh, I guess we could could look at Tencent Music if you want or Jumia, but uh, Take-Two, how'd they do uh, earnings last night? EPS, oh, wow, down big on a year-over-year basis. Uh, Sales up on a year-over-year basis. Guidance that they gave, let's call it white. EPS guidance was light because the estimate was at the high end of the range that they gave. Um, That's for the Q1 EPS guidance. That's the current quarter right now. Fiscal year EPS guidance, that was all right. I don't know. I I, I know it was all right. Yeah, it's all right.
3: Good enough. Because these stocks, again, I'm long take two. I put in the long-term portfolio four days ago ahead of the earnings, which took a little bit of craziness. Um, But it's just been beat up. I mean, they've been killed. It's back down. It's giving back the entire COVID gain. I think it's trading with a P of like 17 or 18. It's one of the more expensive ones, but I've always thought of take two as best of breed. And I just love that $100 support. So I jumped in here at the $100 support. It's working. I'm up in it now. Um, I don't know what else to say. I had this for a long time in the portfolio. I sold I sold most of it, and then I had kept a little piece, and I just re added the piece that I sold. I wish I would have sold it all. I didn't sell it all. I sold half of it at 167 and then I wrote the other half back down, and I just re- I bought my other half back. Just did you
4: see 100%. Walmart? You know? Did someone say something positive? Look at I that. mean, I mean, the call is probably happening. I, mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I just write a dollar. No, this is when I when I said, man, there's a major buyer here in Let's the lower 137 up. handle. Was that the PMT? You had me is? all
3: excited, Joe. When he said that I was like, did Walmart just go positive or something? Did you guys
4: see Walmart? Three and bucks it Come on, down man. and it went three up three bucks. This gave you a three buck move there. To zero, Jesus Murphy! <laughs> I don't know what. Gosh, you're good. you're be Dennis. Why don't you just join the the chat and complain and stuff? I mean, come on, that was a. I said there's a step a up buyer. Dare. All right, take two. If this thing doesn't get to one twenty, it's gonna roll over, and you're gonna say, "Oh, I bought it before earnings. It went up. I should have sold it." Yeah, so if it doesn't get over 120, this thing's going to roll over and fill the gap at 11204.
3: It's hard to say what it's going to do. I'm just sticking stuck in the long term portfolio because it's gotten to a point where it was where I wrote it before. It's where I had it from before, and I think it's cheap relative to where it's traded before. So you know, can it go lower? Sure. But it's not a company that's going to zero. It's a company that makes money. There's three big gamers in the world. One of them's getting taken over by Microsoft. You're going to have Take Two and EA, that the last two standalone huge game makers. Video gaming is not going away. And if you do believe in the metaverse, way down the road, like 2028 or 2030, like Zuckerberg does, Take
2: Two will be a big part of that as well. Yeah, i I agree. Um, that's it for, for the earnings Buffett. here, but let, let, let's move on. uh, you guys want to talk China or you want to talk 13 Fs? Buffett. Okay. We, Warren, we like Warren Buffett. Buffett. All right. So, uh, as I said, my mistake, I forgot to remind you all yesterday morning that, uh, yesterday was the 13 F deadline for, for the first quarter. Um, I also, uh, again, um, incorrectly sort of assumed there wouldn't really be anything of note in the Berkshire 13 F because we already got the, the annual meeting, and we already knew, for example, that they bought Occidental, that they bought HP or HPQ. Uh, we already knew the, all those things. Uh, but there, were, there are a couple of new things that we learned yesterday. Uh, we learned that Berkshire Hathaway took a 2.5% stake in Citigroup, uh, a new stake in Citigroup, did not own that before, and on the other side uh, exited Wells Fargo. So we have a new Citigroup stake for Berkshire and, and exited Wells Fargo. We have uh, a new stake in I'm sorry. I, think I think that was the only new stake. No, aside. that
3: there there was five new stakes.
2: Besides the the ones we already knew about though. Wait.
3: Yeah, A L L Y.
2: Oh, these are um, oh, those are those are smaller ones. I don't even pay attention. All right. Yeah. New,
3: so the new stakes that I have, and maybe I'm wrong here. Um para para paramount P A R A. Oh paratrade right. okay, R right. full I'm disclosure, yes, meaning paramount. a long, I'm a long going through one, short see, the yes, other. Paramount. Yep. I've got McKesson MCK as a new
2: stake. Oh, wow. Okay. You're way ahead of I eight. don't
3: know if that's correct, but that's what uh, was being preached. Well, Paramount's show, up, you
2: know? Yeah, I do see Paramount as well. So, I, yeah, I see that. And what was the other one you said?
3: I have McKesson MCK. I'm not sure if that's a new stake or just an added stake, but I have it written down here. Huh. MCK. You can see the pop, too, so I'm assuming that's a buff of pop. I've also got MKL the thirteen hundred and seventy five dollar stock now that's a new stake to my knowledge mkl yeah, you're, up 50 you're, points. you're on it you're on it And
4: 21 um, shares
3: ce i have full disclosure i have a small position in that Salonese, that's a day trading position and then i've got um i think that's it i think that's all and did we miss
2: any so there was like six or seven new stakes which is well, and then there was then there was the ads and deletes, right? So, or, yep. or there's, right? So he like increased his stakes uh, in Chevron. I believe we knew that already. He reduced his stake in Verizon. He sold some store capital. S T O R um, exited. advi exited. Bristol Meyer. <sighs> I think that was it.
3: He's busy, man. He became like a day yeah. trader on the quarter, Joel. Like he's like looking more. at your
2: levels, yeah. listening to pre market prep. He added he's more. He added more GM. Added more restoration hardware. Added more Apple, which I think we knew already. Oh, he added more Formula One. That's right. I forgot about that. He added more Formula One. Flunk. He's a um, huge fan of Formula One. He's right. a huge One. Formula One. He
3: drinks his cokes, sits back in his lazy boy, and yep. drink and, and watches
4: Formula One. Um, um, what about um,
2: What about Kroger? Uh yeah, he did something with Kroger. I think he exited
3: Kroger. He. And that's getting hit. Kroger no, is also no. getting hit, Joel, he, he because He didn't of exit.
2: He didn't exit. He just reduced. He reduced Kroger. Reduce. Yeah, so it gets the yeah, double whammy.
3: Yeah. It gets the Buffett. Ooh, he reduced, and it gets the Walmart. Yeah, which that is was tired. That
4: was a tired chart for sure. And, yeah, way it tired. was tired. It was way tired. And, Exhausted. This, and that was Warren out there at fifty-six. I think. All right, that's what I think for a couple of days. He was like trying, you know, hit any bids from fifty-five eighty to fifty-six twenty. Or he just programmed this thing, and now, now you got to be thinking about a gap fill in Kroger here. Uh, you know, take it back down to while well, the the gap up low. Ooh, you're through that fifty two and a quarter. Uh next support I see is forty forty nine forty nine in Kroger. Don't know if we'll get there today, but uh, that's what I'd be. I am on
3: not hard. going Krogering here. I think you've got that gap fill that Joel talks about. We yep. had this read. Ridiculous and I mean absolutely ludicrous run from 45 to 65 in five or forty five to sixty-two in six trading sessions in February. This is Kroger. This is a grocery store. That was a ridiculous move. It was been ridiculously priced. Like you know, I I like Kroger at 35 if you listen to the show like two years ago. But sixty dollars, way too much. It's got a gap to fill. What goes up through an area quickly can come down through an area quickly. I would be a buyer at $45. Obviously, not getting there for a while. But if it continued to leak, that's where I would strike. I think if you're striking before then, I think you're early.
4: You know, what's interesting is uh, the earnings pop. They gave it, they jammed it to 62 and then they gave you another look at it, uh, which is pretty unbelievable back in early April. But uh, as I said, I love the kroger coleslaw, uh when I make my Georgia Rubens for um, Michigan football and basketball.
2: Games. I like the store, too. I don't like did, the stock. Did we mention he added uh, to his GM? He's and... been in GM forever. Does he ever sell any?
3: I don't know. He should have been selling when I was selling. And not buying when I was not when I was buying
2: because it didn't work out either. Um, and then and you mentioned Ally, right? A L L Y. Did you say that? That's a new state. Yeah, I think ads. so.
3: Yeah, and I got a position in on that one too, full
2: disclosure. And
4: that's okay. where uh, David's husband works, so I'm bullish.
2: Bullish. All right. Yeah, they have the big the big building downtown. Okay. Um. So that was it for for Buffett. Yeah. I I, I mean, uh, there's a lot there. I incorrectly assumed. No, oh, we already know about the Oxy and the Activision and the HP. So how much more could there be? Um, but I guess a lot. Well, more. What are
4: you doing that, Mister Arbitrageur? Did he buy? Which one? Oh,
2: he already said he bought. Yeah, he already, he already said. Yeah, he already said he, he bought He
3: added them. more. He's an arbitrageur. He thinks the deal's yep. going through at ninety-four. Why would I not buy it at seventy-eight? Right. There's some risk. That deal gets blocked. The stock is like sixty bucks, maybe fifty bucks. There's risk. So, Mr. Buffett, I don't like the risk reward on this, but I'm not going to argue with you. You've been made a lot more money in your lifetime than I have, so we'll <laughs>
2: we'll say that. You know, Buffett is innocent
3: until proven guilty on this one.
2: Um, we've gone over this before, but Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway really are the only firm that has the uh, the power to move stocks on their 13F. As a reminder, with 13Fs, these are trades that are not recent. These are trades made during the first quarter. 13 F's have limitations. We of course know that they're a, they're old trades B they don't have to disclose any derivative trades on their 13 F. So that may change. C, they don't have to disclose any shorts on their 13 F's. So these, these, um, these positions or these buys that we see on these filings, we don't know what they are. They could be hedges for all we know. Cause these, the, if you're a hedge fund, you have to disclose your new purchases and that's pretty much it. Um, for or, or your new common stock purchases um, for the quarter. So uh, these filings do have their, their, their limitations. There is a bunch of other filings that hit last night. Well,
4: just in general, just with, yep. like, the Warren stuff, if he bought it and it's higher and you're going with them and you're buying it, you want, like, that instant follow-through, yep. it, you know, because sometimes it's a fade. Yep. If he sold it and you're yep. going yep. with them yep. yep. and yep. you're yep. selling it, then you'll want it to keep going. So just, you know, if you're going with them, and I'm not saying to fade them or to go with them. I'm just saying I've seen these, you know, days where I'm like, oh, it opens up a bunch. And then I'm like, oh, what a great short. And then everyone just piles in and keeps going higher, higher, and higher. So keep an eye on the opens and all those stocks. If you, you know, if you're if you fade in or going with one.
3: If you're a short-term day trader, you want always immediate gratification on all of your trades. If your trade starts working against you, like as my day trading people, you know, we don't talk about my day trading that much on the show because it's a hard thing, you know, um, obviously I'm doing a lot of different types of strategies, very capital intensive, but for the most part, most of my day trades, I want immediate gratification. I don't give my day trades a lot of room. Usually I'm moving with momentum, maybe buying a little dip on something that's just all of a sudden grab momentum. Swing trading, you gotta give it a little more room. Day trading, I give it almost none. So immediate gratification is, what you want when you are day trading stocks.
2: Uh, Just to really run through the only, I guess the biggest uh, transaction that I saw in the other filings was uh, David Tepper bought a lot of Uber last quarter, like a lot of Uber he bought. uh, Yeah. He bought almost 2 million shares of Uber. Um, Here's a stock that's been murdered.
3: Yeah. 24 bucks, man. Joel, what are your thoughts on Uber? I mean, the stock is it? Do they have a path to profitability? They must. Does Uber well, have a path to profitability here?
2: Well, like, are they projecting them to make money soon? Yeah, yes. They, they've said that they're going to be free cash flow positive. I think it was free cash flow positive. Um, is what they said. But yeah. You,
4: do, you know not You don't want to buy uh, Uber.
2: Uh no.
4: When they get rid of their drivers and they just have like driverless cars. Just coming, yeah. Just coming, like the driverless Ubers. Yep, driver. Problem Super. is, that's going
3: to be Tesla.
4: Okay, then I'll buy Tesla. Then
3: that's there, another actually. reason to own Tesla. Maybe.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, I just it's so expensive. I, on a
4: relative, I, I've been saying this for a hundred years. You know, it's it's so Ooh. expensive. Compared to me, it's just more expensive compared to cabs. So yeah. oh, you can get it on your phone, whatever. You know, you know, I like to whistle the gig cab. So
3: yeah, not touching
4: it. Lyft is the same way.
3: Lift a new all time low. Uh,
4: a couple days ago on Thursday.
3: Man, oh, actually, no, not true. No, George. COVID. Fort, yeah, COVID. COVID. COVID Fourteen dollars and fifty six cents. That's the all time low in Lyft. It gets some support down there.
2: Here's a great example of the limitation of 13Fs. Bill Ackman's 13F filing showed a new stake in Netflix. But
3: if you're oh paying attention, gosh.
2: if you're paying attention, you know that he sold his Netflix in April. Well, I, actually, we only know that because he said he tweeted it. So if you believe his Twitter, which I mean, I'm inclined to believe his Twitter, uh, then he bought Netflix sometime in the first quarter and sold Netflix in April.
3: Uh, it, it really does like that's such a good example and it's funny in the stock you wonder if it was trading higher originally i mean the market's up but you wonder if the algos rip oh my back Ackman because the algos are so stupid like, yeah. ah, Ackman bought netflix better buy that i mean that <laughs> they just read whatever they don't probably have that all programmed in so yeah yeah but show anyway. the chart of netflix i just want to see the after hours action jewel uh
4: action. uh dennis do you well, have uh something on your on your cell button on your keyboard or something Because we 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 got a steady lake going on here. I know.
3: It's kind of a BS rally. You know, we talk about The nothing rally. I know. Well, it's the China reopening rally is what they're attributing it to. Because we obviously have China stocks trading up massively, which we haven't talked yet. FXI is up 3.75%. Alibaba ripping 7% higher here this morning. JD.com, another widely followed one up 8.5%. So it's the China rally. China's reopening. Look, China's getting past COVID. Join the rest of the world, China. Um, regardless, I think that's the catalyst here this morning.
4: The only catalyst. I, I,
3: I can't really. I would be a seller of this rally. I agree with you, Joel. I think it's a BS rally. I'd be more seller of this rally.
4: Oh, I like, oh, the dollar's down. You know, they, uh, 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 co- the dollar's
3: you know, down. The dollar
4: whatever. I mean, I looked, I looked at like, I don't know, it was like two, three in the morning. We're up 20. I'm like, eh, it's a pretty nice rally. You know, I didn't really need to look for any kind of reason. And now when I got up at like 5.30, 30 to go swimming, I'm like, whoa, holy macro. We really ran. And they're like, dollar down, uh, you know, yeah, uh, crude up, yada, yada. I'm like, People- okay. People. We're rallying on absolutely nothing.
3: Yeah, people always want to look at the dollar and then try to derive where equity prices are going. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, doing it backwards because the equity prices actually predict the dollar better than the equity prices. Because when stocks are getting killed, they're buying U.S. treasuries. And that's putting pressure and putting money into the U.S. dollars. I know when I see the S&P's just getting tanked that the U.S. dollar is going to be stronger. And I know when the US, when the equity is, uh, when the stocks are rallying like crazy, U.S. dollar is going to be weaker. So, I mean, it's a little bit chicken and the egg, but I think, you know, from Retail sales, that's what it is. Years, oh, it's retail
4: sales,
3: Dennis. retail sales. Thing. We're I, shopping around a bit. I, off. I'm I'm warned,
2: I warned you about this, but it's not a very important number. X-Auto is up 0.6%. Still on
3: CNBC's content. They take ours, so we might as well take theirs. A 0.6% <laughs> versus as, estimates of point. It was in line.
2: It was in line. Okay. Yeah. It, it missed by 0.01%. Um, what, what miss so we're okay. Uh it's fine. I mean, um it is what it is. Retail this is sales fine. Retail sales are going up because prices are going up. So people spend more because they have to. It's not a, it's not a ind- indicative of consumer behavior because it's just a it's a price thing. So anyway, um there's your a number coming and going. Fun. Uh, what else did I have here for us today? We went through the biggest earnings, not really much else in thirteen F land that interests me. If you guys want to know more about that, we'll cover it later on in the day. Uh, but not super interesting on that front. China, like you said, all rallying uh businesses there is yes. kind of to be reopening as soon as uh yesterday, actually. As early as yesterday is when they I thought
4: reopening. it was June first. It, it's a
2: phase reopening goal. Look so at it's this gonna start man. over the
4: look out month. below. Are we gonna go scratch on today, Dennis?
2: Okay. It's possible. I I just saw an interesting stat from Bespoke. uh, If if these pre-market results hold, this will be the second biggest opening gap down for Walmart since November 2001. Um, So it's very rare for Walmart to have an overnight session this bad.
3: Which yeah, it's good. a lower beta stock. So yeah. when you lose six percent on the lower beta
2: stock, I mean,
3: this is significant. This is a bar that doesn't even fit on this daily chart. like over the ninety day. There's no move nine dollars on there. You can go out to the, even to the weeklies. I, there's no move on there really nine dollars. Maybe you had this move back in October twenty twenty one, went from one forty 140 to one forty eight in a fairly quick time frame. But it's a significant move for a low beta stock.
4: Can we make? A, can, I don't know if we can make a wager on this, but. I think that you've seen the high of the day within a dollar, and I think you've seen the low of the day within a dollar in Walmart.
3: I'd be with you on that bet, probably. I mean, okay. I think you've seen the high of the day. <laughs> you don't know.
4: No, no, I meant, no I'm talking just oh, this about... This 140,
3: this recent little bet?
4: Yeah. I so think you think there, we're
3: going to just go in here from this 137 to 140 all day? Yeah, or I call I'm, I'm, range?
4: Gi- I'm giving myself a buck, you know, because the low is one. 3705. so I'd say 136.05 to 141. I don't know wait, why I think that. but Maybe Mitch do. in the
3: background wants to take you on that bet. He usually pops in when we make bets and then steals them.
2: No, Mitch is having internet problems all day today, so he's not even here. Oh, um, okay. Wait, I, 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 I just have a quick reminder, uh, quick PSA. Uh, remember last week we did the CPI contest, right? We had 13 people guess correctly. Um, those 13 people should have received an email from me. I have all your emails. The people that got 8.3% um, uh, correct, that, that was the reading. I even gave it credit. Someone guessed 8.39%. I rounded down for them. So uh, there's 13 of you. You should have all gotten emails from Benzinga at some point, either yesterday uh, or, or this morning. And giving you some uh, access to uh, to Benzinga Pro uh, and and one of our newsletters for uh, for free. Um, so, oh, Mitch is here. He's just in the, he's in the chat. I just
4: got a informative tweet from uh, Zach Brown. I hope it's the Zach Brown. It's the uh, country music singer.
2: It might be. And oh, he nice. said,
4: uh, but um, Uber has already started this. Uh, its rival, I O N I Q five. Uh, nonetheless, Tesla will never get this far without proper sensors and open sourcing their FSD data to regulators, which will never happen.
3: Talking about robo taxis, and I would never, ever bet against Elon Musk. Okay, um, I'm just telling you what Zach thoughts.
4: Brown, the Zach Brown band, said.
3: I mean, this guy, the stuff he does. know with spacex is nothing short of incredible and i watched the documentary as well mr israel and it just makes you respect elon musk that much more
2: yeah i mean like it was a giant commercial right so you gotta know like you gotta know that going in um but it was it was an effective commercial i'll say that it was effect it's a very effective commercial um do you do you wanna talk do you wanna give thoughts on Twitter today, Dennis? Because Joe and I gave ours yesterday. And um
3: I, I, don't, I, I don't I don't know think it's fine. He's, it. it.
2: he's gonna he's
3: gonna bail, he's gonna end up paying the billion dollars, he's gonna bail, and Twitter's gonna be a standalone company. The the risk arbs are saying that. The risk arbs are saying this deal is if it's getting done, it's getting done at a hell of a lot lower price. But I don't even think it's getting done. So now you gotta look and say, well, where is Snap? Where is Pinterest? Where is Facebook? Facebook's held up because they have the decent earnings report and they've bounced back a bit. So you kind of think, where is Twitter without Elon Musk? It's probably about 30 bucks. So, you know, at 36, I mean, if you think there's a chance that the deal gets done at 54, the risk Arb should be buying it. So I don't know if I'd be a seller at 36 with the potential that there could be some type of deal on the table. But I think we need to stop thinking about 54. It was a screaming short up there, Joel, with a fabulous sale um, at 51 when he sold it. I mean, now it's thirty-six, so it sets up not bad from a risk arbitrage perspective, but if there's no deal, it's probably under thirty. So there is still some risk here. Cause some people look, oh well, it's lower than it was before Musk well, now it's a deal, but stocks have come lower. So if there's no deal, if Musk just pays billion dollars out, it's probably fallen like twenty-eight bucks. So you got like eight dollars downside. If for some reason they get the deal down to fifty four, you have eighteen points upside, which isn't bad. I think there's almost zero chance this deal is getting down at fifty four.
2: Uh, uh, I, I mentioned this the other day. Uh, I mentioned, I believe, I mentioned on this show, maybe in a different show, that Matt Levine is my favorite financial writer. He's a, col- a columnist at Bloomberg. Awesome. And the reason, one of the reasons he's my favorite, is because he he does these hypothetical dialogues where he writes out how he would do things if he was in certain in certain positions. So he wrote out a dialogue yesterday where, like, if he was Twitter, here's how his negotiation would with Elon Musk would go. Musk. I don't want to pay 54.20 per share anymore. Let's do 42. Me, the chairman of Twitter's board of Twitter's board in this hypothetical. No, you signed a contract. Pay us our money. Musk, I'm going to ignore the contract and say some nonsense pretext about bot <laughs> accounts, and my fans will believe me. And somehow I think I'm the victim here. If you sue me, I'll wage a scorched earth fight and drag it out for years. As the company implodes, I will blow, I will blow up my financing. So I might be able to avoid closing and end up paying you the one billion dollar termination fee, which is like a buck thirty per share. Basically nothing. Your shareholders will be much happier with 42 than with that catastrophic outcome. Me, you're not going to do that. Musk, oh yeah? Why not? Me, because <laughs> we run Twitter and if you walk, we're going to kick you off Twitter permanently. This will make it harder for you to connect with your fans and sell Teslas and keep up your company's oh, stock oh, oh, oh. Losing access to Twitter will cost you the $46 billion you agreed to pay for it. And, 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 on, and on and on it goes. So anyway. <laughs> that's
3: He's I mean. awesome. Levine, I read that stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, it's hilarious.
2: I, I got to like go read
3: that right after we get done our show or yeah. after I get done with the open. I mean, I'll we've been talking point.
4: about the Twitter bots for, for years, or I have,
3: I yeah, have, you, you're, you're obsessed with Twitter bots. You think everybody, you think I'm a Twitter bot.
4: No, I think you get aggravated by Twitter bots and they're just, <laughs> and you should just ignore they them. They
3: argue really well.
4: They did. Oh, I'll tell you, there's some new ones out there that I think are like programmed to get under my skin. That's all they are. I don't follow them. Somehow they sneak into my feed, and I don't know how. I got to figure out how to just get rid of them. But I I think I did. Special, I may have you help me with that Okay,
1: Uh, Special guest in the chat too, Jason Raznick. Hey,
2: Raz Alert. What's up, Raz? Um, In the meantime, we just had some guidance from uh, Caterpillar. Guidance and and a buyback. Guidance and a buyback from Cat. So yeah. they, they just announced a $15 billion buyback and they reaffirmed the, all their prior guidance numbers essentially. So, catch yeah, that. came back You're buying the, stock the very right now.
3: next day. Yep. Isn't that a song? What
4: Anyways. do we got? We just got a little pop, 74. So, they haven't bought all the stock yet. Um, up on 7,000 shares. No man's land here. One daily yeah. high, 212. Maybe you get some room. You get some. Uh, People reading this uh, headline a little bit after we do, and they take it up to two seventeen oh one. But I think I'd be a little bit surprised if it got that high today.
1: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details
3: dear caterpillar put those two charts on top of each other you pairs traders out there that just work so well i mean when the vix goes up and this is one thing to understand too is relationships even get stronger so in relationships to everything gets stronger you put those two charts deer and caterpillar on top of each other over the course of the last month and a half they are virtually identical so keep that in mind if you trading deer as well
4: Wait, hey, hold on triple d i know i know you like uh you like when you say i can't do this but here we you go you can do
3: it you're gonna put them on top of each other prove me wrong that uh, kind of looks weird because Wait,
4: I mean, hold on
3: I like to get them on top of each other. Wait, but yeah. R-
2: Raz said he listened. Elon was 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 doing. Did a uh, podcast or something yesterday, and Raz said he listened to like an hour of it, and said he doesn't think Elon will go through with the deal unless he gets a thirty percent discount. Uh, uh, I
3: think I think you're right, Raz. I don't think there's any way in any shape or form he's paying fifty four dollars and twenty cents. He's probably going to go down to like thirty four dollars and twenty cents. <laughs> Never intended I, to. Yeah, well, he intended yeah. to, and then he had buyer's remorse pretty much immediately, and now he's trying to figure out how the heck to get out of the deal. He buyer's remorse as soon as they slam Tesla on it. And props to you, Joel, for calling that. I mean, the next day they hit the Tesla. Oh thing. yeah, the it's like, he's yeah. like, well, I didn't yeah. think they're gonna hit my Tesla stock on this. I'm using it as leverage, but why would they hit that? And anyway, so uh, I think he had remorse <laughs> immediately then. So love right Elon Musk. He's right a powerful right figure. If he wants out, he will find a way out.
4: I wish he'd spend time attacking social issues, you know, real social issues, not Twitter. Uh,
2: Whoever just asked for the link to that Matt Levine thing, I just dropped in the chat, Jeff. I just dropped the link in there. Um, I don't know if I
4: follow him. I'll have to see.
2: Yeah. Uh, I I think he's just really funny. And, like, the way he writes about, like, super, like, inane Wall Street, like, stuff is just... He's very glib, and it's it, let's, yeah. Let's get him on the
4: show. Yeah, what are you yeah. Him? Uh, I'll, I'll,
2: I've been meaning to reach out to him. Actually, for, to, I'll,
4: I'll know, to uh, Who's he work for? Bloomberg. I've heard it. Oh, he might
2: not. Come uh,
3: he probably won't come. We'll yeah. see. All right. Um, what did you is? did
4: get this one? Bloomberg
3: guy,
0: network.
4: Huh? Oh, we've had what, 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 it's, uh, it's what's his uh? What's his handle? Um, Matt Levine. Is it at Matt underscore Levine? Yeah. Okay, he's gonna. I think he's gonna be my seventy uh, sixth follow all time. All right, Matt, you're on
2: the board. I've
3: followed Matt for years. Love you, Matt.
2: It's great. All right. Well right, I'll tell him that when I reach out. Uh, what else did we have here? Again, as I mentioned, no guests today, so we're, we're just kind of going to hang out. I think that one was essentially my the extent of my list. Um, looking ahead to tonight, uh, not much in the way of earnings. We do have Doximity, so growth stock. So, you know, unless they say that they're making money all of a sudden then it's probably not going it's, higher um tomorrow, tomorrow morning, night's interesting
3: though tomorrow
2: morning is interesting tomorrow morning True. is target lows tjx yeah and tomorrow night is cisco so tomorrow is is kind of the big day of the week so the we area. have
3: all kinds of moving of bars for three of those earnings reports. the target bar has all of a sudden moved much lower because of the disappointment with walmart the Lowe's bar moved higher because of the disappointment, or because of the uh, the, the good report with Home Depot, uh-huh. and the TJX bar has moved lower because of Walmart. So keep that in mind. TJX or Target, just say anything okay, just even come in line in the bottom line, and the stocks could rally on that. Lowe's is going to have to blow it away now with the Home Depot report. and Home Depot still trading up eleven dollars here this morning. Lowe's is going to have to blow it away to go higher. It's all about bars. Yeah, that's I... it. Thursdays uh, applied I, materials great. Palo Alto, Coles Friday Deer. We have time with Deer. What's going on with
4: Coles? I mean, I'm still waiting. Uh, for...
2: They rejected. <laughs> they at rejected. Coles the rejected the. Um, every, Why? They rejected every deal that they've had. Why? A, I don't know. It's um, crazy.
4: Look at that. That every. That's pop a nice calendar. Benziga does
3: a nice job with the calendar. Shout
4: Everything out. that God, that cool. oh poor
3: Coles. The Coles just have news?
2: Just just now? Yeah. Uh, it was oh yeah, that's interesting. I see that too. Look at that. Um, Holy mackerel. I don't know. Go, go let me go hunting. I don't uh, anything. I don't right? see anything. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody They're redoing it.
4: that store at uh Orchard Lake and um uh 14 mile. I had to return something there for Lisa.
2: <laughs> Matt Miller says the board, Cole's board, doesn't want to be out of a job. Yeah, it's probably it's probably part of it, Matt. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it seems like it's a good offer. So they're they're all good offers. Um, I don't know, I don't know. We don't know what's going on there. We don't know what's going on with Spirit Air. What Man. about
4: the fat heads? What 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 Fed heads we got? All right, we got drill
2: towel today. Two. PM. Actually,
3: Macy's just tanked, dude. Was it oh, Macy's?
2: It's pretty it could be. Somewhere.
4: Oh, May, Macy's went to fifteen. What just happened. What What's thing? going was that a fat on? algo?
3: Nordstrom, Kohl's, Macy's—all oh just puked big time. Fifteen bucks. Macy's had fifteen dollars. Yes. Somebody just had a fat finger pre-market. Holy mackerel! I was just saying, what just happened there? What else was there? Other stocks that just did that? I'm going. I'm Chat. Like I'm just oh. like. That's a That was a fat finger in Macy's. That was a yep. fat finger in Kohl's, I think. And uh, Nord,
2: Nordstrom, but not, not not to that extent. So, yeah, wow.
3: Macy's had $15 just down the pre-market. Yeah. You got to remember, outside 20%, they can bust those trades. So, if you bought that, um, I believe. Be no, yeah. no. Well, uh, chaz retail sales was out 15 minutes ago. It, it, that yeah, that was a it. fat finger. You just saw that live. With it wasn't so Macy's and then obviously if Paris traders are probably hit Kohl's and Nordstrom off it they see Macy's at fifteen dollars and the algo's automatically hit Kohl's and Nordstrom so probably triggered sell offs in Kohl's and Nordstroms as well but that Macy's was a fat finger there I got to go look at the tape on that one a lot Um, of volume must have been a lot of volume there Joel Nicole says
2: Nicole says she just had six alerts go off at once
3: that was crazy that's the craziest fat finger I've seen in a stock as big as Macy's in a long time. I I don't see a headline here, so I'm assuming it was a fat finger. Obviously, somebody's I, got. It's this, this big this so I'm looking best. here. It happened at eight forty four oh seven. Somebody just came in and just hit every bed. It's 50, all fifty thousand shares. It was a oops it, trade for sure. All the way down. How many shares, Joel?
4: Here, I'll bring it up.
3: Oh my right gosh! Here. On there the uptick, was-
4: eight eighty seven hundred. On the down tick. Uh, 45,000.
3: 45,000 shares. Somebody just threw away a pile of money on a fat finger. $15. Not a lot of trades at $15. 1,000 shares of 15. I see another 182. I'm just looking at the tape. But lots of, uh, yeah, 18, 17, 16, all the way down. And then immediately back higher. So you know it was the next tick after that was eighteen twenty nine and nineteen, and then back into the twenty handle. Somebody went, "Oops!"
2: Wait, so can you explain the fat finger and, and why that happens?
3: When he puts in an order, it's too big. <laughs> And they may be meant to put like 50,000 shares, sell at 20 or sell at, you know, when they hit like just well, maybe they had 10 or $15. It's instantaneous execution. So it just sweeps out everything in the book. You
4: know what? They probably so did. So somebody
3: probably just sold 50,000 shares. Yeah, exactly.
4: You know what? And they, they put
3: the wrong price or something on it and it goes boom. And there's no market orders in the pre market. I don't think any retail brokers take market orders. Like I've never heard of that. If they are, it's a problem. But you, you still put a limit price, but they probably just put the wrong price.
4: They probably meant to put 50,000 at like 2015. Now, who would put it? It could
3: be. We'll never know. Yeah. Unless somebody fesses up. Anybody put a
4: 50K limit order. They had their head examined. I mean,
3: I don't know. Crazy, though. But
4: they put 15 in there, whatever the price was. That's what they put in there.
3: That's ugly. You won't find that on CNBC. They won't even know that happened. But this is. That's that's crazy. That's a crazy sell-off. So, anyways, I have no position, Macy. Wow. Wish I had yeah, some order. bit sitting down there. Now, remember what I said. So, 20% so did, on $20 you said stock. 15%. I thought
4: you said. I think
3: it's 20%. percent we we've got to look at clearly erroneous rules. They've adjusted these over the years. So I think.
4: Four bucks.
3: Yeah. So, the 15 could get busted. So, the, the 18 will be good for sure. Just remember that. That can happen. They can bust trades if they get out of more than 20%. Clearly erroneous. It's different for different stocks too. I'm just, you know, I can Google it. I'm that's actually what I'm doing just to get the actual amount. Clearly erroneous execution. That was it was cool. It happened live because we just happened to be looking at coals. Yep. It was weird. It was like a weird coincidence. We just happened to be looking at coals. Okay, so after our session, if fine. the stock is between zero dollars and twenty-five dollars, if the transaction is more than twenty percent from the last. 20%, those transactions can get busted. So we can take 20% times wherever it was, like $20, say the close yeah, $20. That's what, $90. that's what I did. Anything below 20% higher. lower can get busted. So if you do the fancy calculator, get Joel's error math out, 20.92 times .2, we'll get for you exactly. So that's about $4.18. So I take 20.92 yep. minus... $4.18, 20.92, minus, we're teaching near grade two math here on the show, 0.18, $16.74. So anything executed below sixteen ish that's a ballpark, because I don't know where it was before, but say that's a ballpark, could get busted if that institution, whoever did that, calls. Anything above that is probably not going to get busted, because there's clear rules for this. It used to go down years ago. To ruling on the floor, but now they've set guidelines. Like, and they are they don't stray from those guidelines very often. So 20% down. It's kind of some of those 15s and 16s are below that. So those could get busted. So if you just bought it at 15, don't get too excited. If you bought it at 17, I think you're good.
2: And it, so it looks like what happened it was whoever whoever did this, uh, they they cleared out every single order from like whatever 20, whatever it was, 20, 90, 20, whatever it was, all the way down to 15. Yeah. Like they just chewed
3: through There's not split. much in the book this early, Spencer. Honestly. Right. Enough, like Macy's. You'll be stuck why. close to the price, but once you start getting away, there's just nothing in there. 8.50 right. in the morning. The book hasn't filled up. There's books that are empty. Like yeah. there'll be some small stocks that have no bids. There's no bid on the stock. So you want to try to get out? You can get out at the no bid. You can offer it down and if somebody will take you. You gotta wait. That's why a pre-market is very dangerous. Don't just send orders with any prices. Know your prices. You've gotta have, you know, obviously they take limits, but Somebody put a somebody had a
2: fat finger on this one. Very interesting to see that play out in real time. All right. 851 here. We got about nine minutes left in the show. That was fun. Let's do some ticker time. If you have any questions for us, drop them in the chat. Uh, if not, we'll just uh keep who needs on. who needs guests when you got fat fingers out there, right? I someone did ask someone did ask for G L B E, which what reported last night, Globe, uh what is it? Globe E online. Uh, we can pull that one up. GL, GLBE is the ticker. Uh, lost money, lost 35 cents a share last quarter. Um, very, very small company. Uh, sales guidance they gave was light. EPS, uh, sorry, uh, that was for the quarter fiscal year sales guidance they gave was okay. Um, I don't know. What's the stock doing? What are, what
4: are they? They sell globes online? I, yeah,
2: I don't actually know. this. I don't know anything about this. Company. I mean,
4: I when you look at a stock, and you yeah. see the name Global E Online Limited Ordinary. Isn't yeah. that just a reason not to buy the stuff? <laughs> I mean, seriously,
2: start to book by its name. What company? the heck yeah, do they stock- do?
4: Global it's, E Online Limited it's, it's Ordinary
2: e, e-, e-, e- commerce company is all I know. E
4: commerce, um, uh, all I could say is, uh, uh, if you're long, hmm, I don't know what to tell you, but if you want to get long someone likes this thing between 1350 and 14 just a real patient buyer they're like I'm not paying 1430 or 1450 or whatever so they're there we're trying to bring it in I don't know if it's a short or some kind of adopters any options on this but that's all I can give you old time low by a large margin
3: mm. uh good question I just going back to the Macy's Fat fatfin because it looks like we're educating this stuff Uh, Ivan in the, in the chat's asking, well, we see stocks trade 20, you know, up 30, 40% all the time in the pre-market. Why don't those trades get busted? It's when it's like basically on no news and it's a sudden move like that. So if you have a news event, then, you know, that's not going to, obviously if the news is driving it, but when there's no news and somebody just screwed up, like that's literally somebody screwed up. If they call, nothing gets busted. If you don't, if nobody calls that institution doesn't call whoever did that. They're not going to bust anything, but they call and then they say, look, I screwed up. I put the wrong handle on the thing. And that's probably what happened. We're just guessing. We'll never know for sure because probably nobody's going to fess up to it, like I said. But somebody will call the broker and say, I screwed up big time here. I put the wrong price. I just sold Macy's down to 15. Um, You know, what can you do for me? Broker will call the floor. They'll take it to ruling. That's when they'll look at the 20% rule. And say, okay, yeah, this is obviously not news. This was not impacted. This was just, you know, the one time your screw up order fifty thousand shares to sell at fifteen, and it went all the way down and came right back up. Well, we have twenty percent is the rule, so nothing's going to get busted there. But anything under that sixteen seventy four gets busted. So stocks and just, are clearly and just allowed. Just to
4: go into a little bit and why this is dangerous is because if you bought the stock at fifteen fifty. Thinking that you had good stock, and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna flip this out at 1750 or 18." Now you're sh- actually short at that price they because you buy. don't have the buy. Yeah. So that that's the parallel. During the of-
3: flash crash of May 6, 2010, I can remember I bought a couple stocks that were way low, and I was like, mm. "I'm like, they're probably gonna take those away." So I just didn't execute out, and I don't know. Um, and I there was other remember, traders too. Yeah um during that obviously if you bought anything at a penny i mean during the flash crash of may 6 2010 we had 360 stocks trade down to one cent a share those were the stub quotes those were obviously getting busted but there was stuff in the middle and they didn't have clearly erroneous rules back then so we didn't know how it was going to happen they actually put the clearly erroneous rules back in after the flash crash because they're like okay well then these algos are when something bad happens somebody has a fat finger we need guidelines you know, because otherwise it's just so subjective. I'm like, what are we busting? You know, and in, in the case of the flash crash, I believe it was like 60% down. So you bought the stock like 61% down. Your buy was no good. You bought like 59% down. Your buy was good. And I'm just going for my memory. So I'm not 100% on those numbers, but my memory is usually pretty good on this stuff. So it's interesting. I mean, this is pre-market after hours trading. This can happen during the regular session too. The bands are actually tighter in the regular session, but you don't see it as much because the books are so much thicker. There's a lot more orders to buy. There's a lot more offers to sell during the regular session. So you don't see, you know, it just blow through all the liquidity like that, like we just saw in Macy's very easily. There'd be a bazillion more shares. It would easily absorb. If we we're in the regular session. 50,000 shares would be absorbed in Macy's would probably within 20 cents. But mm-hmm. because it's 8.44 in the morning, there's just no orders on the book, and it can't absorb that much sudden demand, sudden supply, which obviously is what it sees. So it can't absorb All right. that
2: order. If you're ever in this position, this is what you do. You call your broker, and you say, oh, it's too quiet. I screwed that up. Sorry. Let's try it again. Oh, it's going to be a good joke, too. Oh, erroneous. Erroneous. Erroneous on both counts. Oh, Lord.
4: That's what you do. <laughs>
2: That's what you do. What's
4: that? What's that from?
3: I know. That's Vince Vaughn or that's a yeah yes that's from, from wedding crashers
2: from
4: crashes. where though yeah. which, which, from what wedding crashers what,
2: wedding crashers that's Is what you crash? do call your <laughs> broker and just yell erroneous erroneous <laughs> erroneous on all
4: accounts bust it all
3: they're going to say 20% down you're screwed but yeah Fun. All right. <laughs> Not fun for somebody this morning, though. Out- All righty. Uh, out- what
2: else do we have here? Sorry, it's scrolling up from the chat. We can look at... Yeah, if you call Robinhood, they probably don't.
3: They probably don't. <laughs> oh, can you get through <laughs> to Robinhood? They'll be like, what Did are you, you talking through about? Can you to
1: Robinhood? It's like, I'm on Robinhood here. Right? It's buy so a Robinhood
3: trade. Actually, most of your brokerages have, like, if I was to do that at IB, they have, like, this is outside the range. They have, like, a, a check for it, so which is really important. Some of these, obviously, maybe, you know, they, you can deny the check. But, I mean, if I'm sending something and I put the wrong handle, let's say I meant to put, you know, $100. let us say it's $100 stock and I actually only put 10 I missed a zero. Well, it would check and say this is more than 3% away from the current market price. Do you want to continue? So that those checks are very important. So you retail brokerages out there, I don't know if Robinhood and all those have checks. They should. I hope they do. I know at Interactive Brokers, there's the check. And it helps to save you because you know keystrokes ha- errors happen i mean you're selling a hundred dollar stock you put one zero and you forget a zero i'm not selling ten that happens that's how this stuff happens folks so um anybody else uh, just hey it's a good thing for the chat does anybody fidelity red rum says fidelity has a check does uh like uh, like if when you're throwing it away from the price does anybody else know if their broker just have that i know uh, from personal experience ib definitely has it i know that ready has it i mean from from go from uh from where i trade a bright trading so on my trading software both have checks which helps but just yeah. Weeble does thomas says Webull does good so hopefully most of them do td does hopefully most of them do they should but i don't trade all these brokers so i don't know this
2: all right real fast we'll do a couple more amd catching an upgrade this morning from piper sandler uh to overweight let's look at that one real fast Uh, AMD, uh, (laughs) uh,
4: nice move up here. Uh, 9838 as your pre-market high and, and you've kind of faded off that. I mean, just, I can't get a hundred bucks out of my mind on this thing. I mean, it, it had the earnings and everyone was chasing it, chasing it, chasing it. It got close to a hundred. It reversed. I mean, there's room up to a hundred in this thing, but until, it proves that 100 is the floor again. I still think, you know, the path of least resistance is lower. You just got to, you don't have that many monthly lows in an area not to have an act of similar resistance on the upside. So the high, there's actually after the earnings day high, uh, you had a pair of highs at 98.
2: All right, that's it. It is 9 uh, Already? o'clock on the East 9 Coast. o'clock on a Tuesday. Time flies when you're having fun. It
3: was a fun show.
2: Fun show. Fun show. We will, we will be back with the guests Yeah, tomorrow. We don't need no stinking guests. Just, they as, they as a, too as a much. reminder, like a lot of Fed speak. Okay, Powell speaking today at 2 p.m. Um, it's not like an official Fed event, but he's speaking at the like Street Journal thing. So couldn't move the market. Watch out for that. Uh, Other than that, that's kind of the big macro thing of the day I have uh, to warn you all about. Uh, So we're done here. Reminder, if you haven't, go check out Benzinga.com slash pre-market. You can watch this show on that page. There's a whole lot more there as well. Smash that like button. Please remember all the information from our show and all of our shows, in fact, meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. Please consult
4: your own financial advisor before making any investment or trading decisions.
3: Yeah, All right. Don't sell Macy's down to $15. Don't
2: <laughs> sell
4: Macy's down to $15. When we it's give $1. such good advice. Don't sell Macy's down to $15. Bucks.
2: When it's at $20. <laughs> yeah. All okay. right, everyone. I'm uh, going to send you over to live training with Mitch. Ryan and Have a great rest of your day. I'll catch you on Benzing Live.
3: I'll tweet out. I'm going to tweet out the tape here right
2: now just so oh, you can see it. That should be fun.